Very, very, very good. Good. Okay. So, um, are you ready? Yes, I'm okay. ready. Okay. And also remember, I'm recording all this. So before I put this in the air, you can also, if you want, you can listen to it, and, and then you can say go or not go. It's it's up to you. But... It's many years. I'm never worried. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, uh, visit my uh, page on Facebook. It was first night when the Spetsnaz passed my apartment. Um, on the street, it was, was uh, something like 600, uh, uh, I don't know, police, wow. <laughs> the spetsnaz, uh, these dogs, so I made some movie, I, yeah. Okay, great, great. Okay, well, let, let's start. Hello and welcome to Spice Up Your Life uh, or Spionpodden. This is a special episode, a special talk, uh, which is regarding the, the election in Belarus. And I have a fantastic uh, guest straight from uh, actually inside Belarus and in Minsk. We have uh, Galina Parfenova. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Good. So tell me, um, who, tell me first a little bit about yourself. Who who, who are you? Uh, I'm um, the most Belarusian you can imagine. I'm uh, 56. I'm a wife. I'm mother and even grandmother. And um, I'm educated like a forestry engineer. And after that, I've been... Uh, university teacher all my life. I have few scientific degrees like uh, professor and doctor for university studies, mm -hmm. mostly connected to environment and management. Okay, fantastic. And and, and now you are in, in Minsk and you want to talk to me, which I'm extremely honored uh, about. So please tell me a little bit, what what, what happened? Uh, today is uh, Tuesday the 13th, and you had an election um, last uh, Sunday. Sunday the, last the, Sunday. Yeah, the, the 9th, wasn't it? Yes, 9th. Yeah. So so tell me, what, what, what happened uh, that day? Uh, the most important what happened a uh, couple months before, I think, because this day it was... Uh, if you say that Belarusians more or less uh, nation which is uh, supported us, we are very small, almost the same like Sweden. Okay. Ten million people, and uh, this election it was fourth election for the same person, Alexander Lukashenko. But this time it's special because it's new election, and finally, uh, like. Uh, candidates for president, we got even three rather strong persons it, we had to choose from. <laughs> and then suddenly, two months before election, the strongest uh, persons, two of them came to KGB prison, and one gonna run away from country because of uh, he would he just escaped from prison. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and uh, then it's a uh, real uh, alternative uh, was wife of one of the candidate uh, came to prison. So all society uh, gonna support this heroic woman, I, I think. She is just housewife with two kids. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna try to uh, say I mean, her, I'm not gonna try to pronounce her name, but maybe you can, it, it's Svit- uh, Svetlana? Uh, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya. Okay, thank you. Uh, she is wife of uh, Sergei Tikhanovsky, who is very famous blogger, show real life in uh, uh, Belarus. Uh, and he uh, was just arrested uh, <laughs> with very artificial reason that he told something answer not polite to policemen on the street. Mm-hmm. And after that, he soon, I believe, three months uh, in prison on a very ugly conditions, according to the information from his lawyer. And uh, because of, if you continue the story, what was before the 9th of August, day of uh, election, people on Belarus understood that it will be this uh, not real counting of our voices. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a lot of uh, speculation on uh, internet uh societies how to control uh how to compare real result and this false result okay then it was uh, created um, uh, some uh, internet platform uh, with name golas mm-hmm. what mean voice yeah where it was possible to ma- uh, to, re- to, re- to registrate yourself and uh, mark uh, uh, who you choose to support and uh, where you will uh, vote in, and then to compare result of counting on these places, uh, uh, and uh, this uh, n- uh, when society was prepared, <laughs> then it suddenly started very strange things. Uh, first of all, uh, before 9th of August. It was announced that almost half of uh, uh, people who can uh, vote in, they already did it. Uh, and uh, it was almost announced that it will be no internet, uh, even probably no any phone connection, because they didn't want to uh, let us uh, vote in, uh, in parallel on this uh, internet platform goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when uh, 9th of August uh, people came to voting, uh, it was even not enough voting bulletins. Uh, they were over because they've been used before people voting. <laughs> and then uh, it was this blackout with internet. So it was not possible to control this parallel counting mm-hmm. uh, and suddenly it was announced in 35 minutes after official uh, time of voting was uh, stopped that uh, Lukashenko got uh, between uh, 79 and 82 percent support yeah. and, and it was a little bit over limit even for very very uh, <laughs> resi- tolerant <laughs> Belarusian people <laughs> Uh, so it's uh, and then it started uh, peaceful protest. It was really peaceful protest. It was young people mostly with this white band. Uh, they've been 
clapping, uh, they didn't just say that uh, we would like you counting my voice, but reaction of uh, uh, president and uh, police uh, and even some army was so unexpected uh, hard immediately that it just, uh, it, it, I still can't believe that it happened to say the truth. But what do you mean uh, when you say hard? What do you mean that they go hard it, on the it people? Was, it, 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 was, it was army immediately, full city with uh, army. I don't know what it is on English. Uh, on Russian, it's aftazak. It's uh, like um, uh, after prison. Okay. <laughs> it's very special cars uh, uh, when when uh, to move for criminals between prison and court, for example. And uh, so it was so many these cars. It was uh, all sort of police uh, possible. It's normal police. It's uh, uh, police for. Uh, Protesters. It's, come on, uh, it's mm. police with special uh, duties, something, Amon. Okay. <laughs> and and even Almas, it's uh, Spetsnaz of police. It's really, really special exercise and uh, psychologically prepared people. They're almost like killers. Uh, so first night, uh, they start arresting people, beat them, and uh, even because Without internet, fortunately, uh, Telegram uh, Messenger, I believe it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was possible to use. For me, it's I can't explain even with my technical education, but it worked. It was possible to see videos that the truth that they they beat people, uh, young people who was so peaceful. Uh, and uh, my apartment uh, on very middle of the uh, Minsk, uh, uh, in uh, probably 50 meters to TV center and uh, Ministry of Defense. So the special buses uh, start delivering the Spetsnaz. Uh, I've been trying to count in, uh, it was uh, three persons and then a lot of behind. Uh, it's I don't know what the name of such, and it was two times like 300 people. Mm -hmm. And now we continue this special episode, which is uh, kind of an unedited uh, talk with uh, Galina Parfenova from Minsk in Belarus regarding the election this 9th of August 2020, just a few days ago. But but tell me, uh, what, what kind of Spetsnaz was this? Do you know? It's uh, this uh, Amon, uh, police with special duties. Uh, uh, they uh, have very special uniform, very well protected, and uh, they have... Uh, Nickname cosmonauts because they really looks like cosmonauts. Ah, okay. <laughs> which is the which is the the Russian name for astronaut, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. true. But but tell me, um, the, these these I've heard some rumors that uh, that there there has been uh, uh, foreign Spetsnaz like like Chechenian Spetsnaz in in Belarus. Is that something you can uh -huh. confirm? Um. 
after that night it became a lot of um, discussion why it was so hard why this protesting uh, people were so hard attacked and it was very different uh, uh, behavior of this uh, spitznas on different areas uh, somewhere they were rather soft they mostly try to make people scare and step uh, back how to say yeah or uh, even uh, talk to the people that we don't want um, any problems just go home don't stay here and on some places uh, they've been beaten uh, like they're gonna kill for nothing and uh, then some people who were not arrested, they say that when uh, they can hear that they speak not uh, poor Russian, because in Belarus people speak uh, best Russian, because we learn Russian from Russian, t- Russian TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> we even mm-hmm. don't have any accent, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Russia they have accent, on, on Belarus we don't have. Okay. Mm. Uh, yes, and after that, it it's became speculations that uh, uh, Lukashenko was uh, also uh, probably expected or had some information uh, from KGB that it will be some resistance, and uh, uh, it's two possibilities. He thought that Belarusian spetsnaz too soft to local people or it's not enough amount of uh, spetsnaz and he invited uh, from Chechnya and they just uh, uh, have Belarusian spetsnaz uniform because what I saw on my pictures on uh, pictures of my daughter and my sister uh, they absolutely have same same uniform mm-hmm. so so what you're saying is that the, the 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 uniforms were identical, but the the people of Belarus, uh, the protesters who were who were in contact with these uh, uh, troops, yeah. w- could hear that they were not speaking Belarus Russian, but they were they were speaking yeah. in a different. Uh, she says the truth in Belarus. Almost nobody speak Belarusian. You will be shocked if somebody will start speak Belarusian. It's another story. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> but it's very interesting because right now in in Sweden there's a there's a documentary series about uh, Putin and in his contact with, with for instance, uh, Kadyrov, who is now the, the leader of, of uh, Chechenia. And uh, Lukashenko is also uh, in very good contact with, with uh, Putin. And, and it maybe what do you say about those three, the Troika of, of those three together? Uh, uh, I, I can say that uh, it's one of the people he needs for some reasons. Uh, uh, so if you talk about uh, Putin's interest in Belarus, it's well known. It's, uh, of course, buffer zone between uh, NATO, EU and Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also it's uh, very big in economical reasons because it's well known that it's a lot of um, natural gas, oil and um, processed oil uh, um, product uh, uh, sailing through the Belarus uh, to the west and it's some sort of Russian money and then this money go back to Russian oligarchs okay uh, and it's also a lot of uh, 
I don't think even speculations, fact that it also illegal uh, weapon, and even about drugs, uh, it was a lot of speculation. So, uh, uh, and last years after uh, EU and in other countries of the world uh, made uh, economical. Uh, introduce economical sanctions against Russia after Crimea story. Uh, all uh, the sun, uh, food product and technical things, uh, they came to Russia through Belarus. So officially it's Belarus who is buying, and then it's uh, delivering to Russia, technical uh, things which forbidden to sell to Russia. So Putin very interesting on Lukashenko, and uh, uh, he, I believe, would like still have him like a president because even if it will be another person, even with pro-Russian economical in, in interest, because Belarus very much depend from Russia economically, uh, he can't be sure that that person will be agree for this uh, money watch. Okay. Uh, yeah. But but I still because what we what we read here in in Europe um, is that Lukashenko would do anything to stay in power. We knew that in even prior to to the election. So so he must have been planning this uh, that there must be some kind of protests coming out after the uh, Lukashenko worry about protest. It was clear because last week before uh, election. Mm -hmm. Uh, but this fact that uh, it was invited uh, in, to say Chechenian Spetsnaz, it's the same like to say Russian, because Chechenia is just uh, part of Russia. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's very special part with almost their own uh, uh, lifestyle. They are Muslims. Uh, I've been there two years ago. It's like another world. You never will say that you are in Russia. Okay. Totally different. Uh, so I, uh, for me, it's like it seems now uh, that it was um, say invited uh, Chechenian uh, Spetsnaz uh, to help uh, Belarusian Spetsnaz act uh, against uh, protesting uh, people. Maybe the, the authorities were afraid that the Spetsnaz, the Belarus Spetsnaz, wouldn't be so forceful at, against their own people. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they can be too soft and uh, I don't know in English uh, a shame a shame they can be even a shame because uh, they shall not do it you know it's illegal that Spitznas act against uh, people who uh, make peaceful protest. I think this is fascinating because I know when when I spoke to um, another participant in in this uh, podcast uh, she told me that uh, for instance in Minsk the 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 Spitznas, they were really going forward in a very nice and calm way with the with the locals because they knew that you know these boys go home to their families and and eat dinner and they can't be too forceful because they will be ashamed like you say uh, at eating dinner or set or having weekends with with their own families so I, i think it's a very a very interesting human way of looking at it yes. yeah it's like that yeah, yeah it's And now we continue this special episode with Galina Parfenova, who is in Minsk, Belarus, regarding the election there. 
let me ask you because I would love to come back to you again uh, in in maybe a few few more days or or something because it's really interesting to hear uh, straight from inside uh, Minsk. But why is Lukashenko so extremely afraid of losing power? Um, it's uh, on my opinion, it's mostly um, psychological problem because he has a very special biography. Uh, uh, he uh, uh, delivered uh, after uh, he is 65, so he is more or less de- uh, delivered on time after Second World War when it uh, were almost no men in Belarus. Uh, so uh, he his mother became pregnant from unknown men. It was almost normal, but anyways, such sort of kids. They had very hard life in the schools uh, without father. I don't know if it's possible to understand people in other countries, but I know what it means. And probably this life makes him very uh, angry against other people. In fact, he doesn't uh, love nobody. He... Only his mother he loved. Uh, what I saw when she was alive, how he didn't care about her. And then suddenly, it's a big question how it happened. He made this fantastic career from uh, more or less tractor driver to president of country. And then he became crazy with possibilities, uh, money, uh, this houses, cars, uh, planes, uh, possibility contact to uh, 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 presidents of countries uh, um, and because of Belarus is, uh, of course it's not China, but anyways can affect to some uh, uh, economical trade and things. So he felt that a lot of uh, countries countries, I don't know, economically depend on him. Mm-hmm. So he is mad and he feels him like a god. god. Mm-hmm. And he uh, thinks that he is god. And how he comment result of the election that uh, I am god and uh, you have to accept that I will be forever <laughs> president here. I think it's more psychological problem with deep roots on his childhood. But let me ask you, um, what's happening right now in in uh, Minsk and Belarus? This protest uh, uh, they change tactic every day, mm-hmm. and first uh, two days after election, it was night strikes, uh, n- uh, night protest. Uh, from yesterday, uh, uh, it was uh, uh, women support the. Uh, Uh, we call it chain of solidarity, women with men, because it's 7,000 people arrested in Belarus during uh, last three nights, more or less, uh, and it's mostly uh, uh, men. So it's a chain of solidarity of uh, women uh, to support men. Yesterday, this uh, chain of support started uh, mid of the day, And today it started nine in the morning, 
uh, I've been participating on two biggest places. Uh, it just uh, all ages uh, women, uh, uh, women with newly born kids. Uh, what is strange? No police, uh, no road police, no spetsnaz. I didn't see even any car passing. Wow. Uh, it was it was very safe feeling, and uh, uh, I left that place, uh, uh, and it was so many horns. And now during our talk, it became less. And you know, I remember uh, from my mama when uh, I delivered my daughter, and when uh, uh, it was uh, she been crying, I I say that I shall go and look what happened, and she say me. You have to remember, you shall worry it when it's quiet. <laughs> so and now I talk with you, and it's a little bit too quiet, and I became worried. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. absolutely possible that something going on now on the street, uh, why people stop make horns. Uh, probably some something happened against this uh, women standing on the street. Yeah, because I, one one can't uh, ignore the the fact that uh, or have in mind the 2014 Ukrainian revolution and the catastrophic re results there with so many deaths and and very very brutal and violent. Mm -hmm. So so um, well, well, let's hope uh, it's not going to go that far uh, this time. But but um, so but finally, what, what do you think about uh, Lukashenko's uh, choices right now? What what what's his next move? Uh, you know, uh, uh, it seems that uh, he also doesn't know what to do because army and police, uh, after first two really hard nights, they became softer and softer. That Belarusians got a feeling that uh, uh, if uh, Lukashenko will not have uh, support from Putin, and finally, we will have truth result of election. First, it was Chinese leader, then Kazakhstan, and then Putin. Uh, <laughs> even before the this, results were uh, official. Yeah, it was even not. It even was not counted all all results from from all country. It was probably a little bit from Minsk. Uh, after a few hours, uh, we stop voting. Uh, but Svetlana. I'm not going to try to say. Yeah, she she claimed victory as well. Uh, everybody's sure because when uh, uh, internet uh, come back to Belarus, this uh, independent counting uh, platform on internet start to work, yeah. and uh, from all country uh, now they publish photos of final protocols of voting. Okay. And it's absolutely uh, uh, she has minimum sixty percent. Wow. Nobody lies that she got eighty uh, percent, <laughs> sixty for sure. <laughs> well, Galina, this was fantastic, and mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. And may I come back to you in a few days, so and you can give a report on what's going on. Uh... Absolutely, I'm. You know, I'm patriot of my country, and uh, I, I love this country, and I would like. Uh, uh, for me, it's also very interesting to know view from other from uh, side, you know, 
I'm from Soviet time. I'm a little bit Stalinsk. <laughs> it's absolutely another life I had, you know. Um, and I, uh, so for me, it's very, very interesting and important uh, uh, opinion and uh, some weak point probably you will see with your view from country with deep democratical roots uh, and absolutely another story. Yeah. So absolutely welcome with my pleasure. So, um, so let's see how, how this continues. It's going to be very, very interesting. And, and uh, I yeah. thank you very much, Galina. And, and be... Thank you for interest. Thank you also. <laughs> okay, I hope to hear from you in a few days. Bye-bye. Bye. And don't forget to visit us on Facebook, Spice Up Your Life, or Instagram, Spice Up Your Life, where I will post a lot of extra material, which uh, Galina Parfenova has been kind enough to share with us from Minsk, Belarus. Very interesting material. Thank you very much and until next time, bye bye.